Hi there, I'm Shelly, a military wife and a mother of two. Hi, I'm Paula, former missionary in Puerto Rico. And we're so glad you listeners are coming along with us each week on this journey of discovering what really matters in life from a biblical and a practical perspective. We're missing our friend Cindy, who's not here with us today. This coming week on November 11th, the United States of America will be honoring our military veterans, which are those who have served in the past and are currently serving as airmen, soldiers, or sailors in one of the six branches of service, and that would be the Air Force, Army, Coast Guard, Marine Corps, Navy, and even the Space Force. So Veterans Day celebrations, it really gives us great opportunities to pay respect and to remember the more than 21 million men and women who have served in our country's military. We're really excited today as we have three sisters joining our show who will help us to honor the veterans of America. I'm glad you're going to be able to meet them. So how are you doing, Alicia, Cabrin, and Catherine? We are doing wonderful. We are so excited to get to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you with us today. So that we and our listeners can get to know you better, can you all tell us a little about yourselves? Well, we are the Gibson Girls. We are actually three real sisters. Um, We're actually three of eight kids. Um, We grew up in a pastor's home, um, so we started singing from the time, well, we were little, so they had us on the stage by two. We were singing, harmonizing, (laughs) and we decided about, I think, seven years ago to go full-time with our ministry with this because we felt like it was something we really wanted to do. And so we've just, it's kind of branched off since then. And it's exciting to see what God's doing. So Very cool. So three of eight. And where do you all fall in the family line? So we are number three, six, and seven. Okay. And then do you have other siblings that are married or how are they doing? We have, there are four of us that are married and four of us not. We have a little brother, um, our youngest brother, he's not married, he's 20, and he is currently actually at um, Pensacola Christian College. And then we have um, our oldest sister's married, her and her husband live in Georgia. Our next brother, him and his wife, they live in Pennsylvania, and he's a nurse, he's a trauma nurse there. And then our next um, sister, which is actor, then Leisha, then we have a sister, her and her husband are married and they live um, in Jerseyville and like by us. And so, um, and then our other brother, him and his wife live here and he is actually our deputy sheriff in town. So it's exciting. Oh yeah. Very good. So we always like to know how it is that you came to know Christ as your savior. So maybe we can start with the youngest because she's the more quiet one. Um, How is it that you come to know Christ as your savior? We know, you know, we have shared many times on our broadcast, salvation isn't something that is passed down to us by our parents. And so you growing up in a Christian home and a pastor's home, we know that does not automatically make you a Christian. So right. when did that decision and reality become yours in your, in your own lives? So I'm Catherine, and I was actually five when I asked Jesus to come into my heart. And I remember that night, I was actually sitting at home, it was a Tuesday night, And me and my sister and brother were making like a home video. And I remember that feeling of it just hit me. Like I'd been at church my whole life, but I was like, well, if I died right now, I would not go to heaven. So I like went and found my mom and ran and I was like, I need to get saved like right now. And she, you know, knelt down by me and showed me the plan of salvation. And I accepted Christ as my savior. And I still remember that peace that I felt 
And I've felt that continually since then, knowing that God's always with me and realizing the sacrifice that he did so I could accept him. Hmm. And it was a great day. <laughs> hmm. I'm Kabrin, and I was seven years old when I accepted Christ as my Savior. And it was on a Sunday night. And I remember the message that my dad preached was on the rich man and the poor man. And, you know, the part about in hell, he lifts up his eyes. And I remember thinking, if I died on the way home tonight, I would go to hell. And as soon as we got home from church, I ran to my parents. And I was like, I, I need to get saved. I need, I need you to show me. So I actually knelt down beside their bed and I accepted Christ as my savior that night. And it was just, you know, such a peace, as Catherine said, that just comes over you instantly, you know, and it's just amazing. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hi, and I'm Alicia, and I was eight years old when I asked Jesus into my heart. I had, of course, she said, heard lots of, you know, in my eight years, had heard lots about salvation, about Jesus dying on the cross and stuff. And I had actually, for a while, even being eight years old, was under conviction, knowing that I needed to get saved. But even at eight, I was like, Oh, well, I don't know. I'm too scared, you know, to talk. I don't know why I was scared, but so then we had a special service. It was Christmas Eve or I'm sorry, Christmas evening, um, when I was eight and we had communion and, um, my dad talked, you know, explained everything with communion and stuff. And of course, with the story I'd heard a thousand times over again. But um, that night I decided I I was tired of, you know, I was ready to ask Jesus into my heart. I wanted that peace. I wanted to know, even at eight years old, I knew the importance of having that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So um, there at the church, my mom and me knelt down and I asked Christ into my heart and best decision ever. So very thankful for that. Yeah. Those are awesome testimonies. My testimony is similar where um, I grew up in a pastor's home and had made a profession um, as a young person. And I think a lot of times people who do grow up in Christian homes, they feel like, well, I wasn't saved from drugs or I wasn't saved from alcohol or just bad living. And, and sometimes they feel like they don't even really have a testimony. But um, I was thinking recently of my life verse, which is Psalm 27, 4, and it says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord. And that word dwell is, it's to abide. You know, what a privilege it is to actually have a testimony that we didn't have to go through all those, you know, horrible things right. that, that God did keep us from those. And there's a lot more responsibility, of course, that comes from that, but it really is a privilege to be able to say that, you know, you did follow the ways of um, the Bible that your parents taught you. So that's pretty special. Well, what is it like growing up in a pastor's home? Um, sometimes people grow up in that environment and then later on they get out on their own and they're like, I am done with this. I don't want to be in the ministry, you know. But what would you say has impacted you, three ladies, to keep following the Lord in that direction? I would definitely say that a big impact on our life, because as girls have even talked about this before, was our parents were the most real people you'll ever meet. They're sincere. What you saw, dad, at the pulpit, 
he was like that at home. My mom, even though she had eight kids, the kindest lady you'll ever meet did not raise her voice. I mean, we got in trouble when we needed it, but you know, just kind, sincere. They loved people. Their whole life was about people. And, you know, they had the respect to us that there was questions we would have, or they didn't just say, no, just listen to what I say. You know, they would say, well, let's search that out and see, you know, what, let's see why we question this or why do we believe this? You know, here, here's an answer for this. And you searched out yourself, but you believe, you know, I want to make sure that you know what you believe in. And just seeing that realness. And even though you do see sometimes hurt or people around you who, you know, may not be like that or may not be real, just having that in our own home and living that it just, we saw two amazing Christians and that was just, so it instilled it in our heart that that's how we wanted to be. We wanted to love people like them and just have a personal relationship with God instead of just, you know, knowing that it was knowing Christ and talking with Christ every day, reading our Bibles, just the importance of all of that. So we definitely owe a lot to our parents for that. That's wonderful. That's pretty special. Yeah. Tell us a little more about your music ministry. Um, we're, we're anxious to hear. I'm anxious to hear um, the song that you're going to be singing a little bit later. And you were saying that you all sang as since you were very small. Um, then your dad was a pastor and you were singing in church. Tell us how about that got started. And is your mom and dad, are they both musical? And then where is your music today or how does that go today? You write your own music or you sing other people's music? Both of our parents, our dad was in a music band and then our mom traveled and sang with her siblings. So from the time we were little, there was always music in our house. There was always harmony. So from the time we were like two and three, I think me and Alicia were doing harmony by then. So music's always just been a huge part of our life. So we always sang in church, and then we also grew up listening to, like, the Andrews Sisters and the old classic, you know, like the Lennon Sisters. So we fell in love with those harmonies, which really is what started us singing for the military, and we started doing those vintage stuff, which got us into the military. And then just as far as singing church songs, we were always, so music's just always kind of been in our life. We've been able to sing at Fort Knox, um... We do a lot of things with honor flights and stuff, but because of those vintage songs, like they, in festivals, fairs, they'll have us because of that. But it's kind of, it, it also gives us girls a way to give the gospel. We always, we never do an event where we don't give the plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of, I mean, because we love those songs and they're fun to sing, but, you know, we always want to make sure we tell people, you know, the whole reason why we do sing and, you know, the, the reason why we are singing is because of Jesus Christ, you know. So, but it's opened up so many doors. And even with a lot of veterans and stuff, they've, you know, they'll they'll buy us girls CDs. They'll ask us questions, you know. And so it's just, it's exciting to see. And that's why our newest project actually is called Variety. And it actually, we did like a half gospel, half vintage, because we knew that was something that even veterans who don't know about Christ, they'll want it because, okay, it has those old songs that they like. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, they can still get the gospel. And that was our whole goal with that project. So it's just cool to see. So, Yeah, that's awesome. So is there a website our listeners could go to later and I can add that into our show notes? Uh, yes, it is um, www.thegibsongirlsmusic.com. And they can order CDs from there. Um, we're available on iTunes, anything pretty much that's like streaming Um you can stream all of our music on. So mm -hmm. very cool. And I've seen some of your videos on YouTube. I'll put all that information in the show notes at the end if people want awesome. to connect with you there. Well, I'm excited to hear you ladies sing a little bit later in our show. 
but we want to honor the military. So can you, lady, share with us who has been in your lives that um, has impacted you through the military? Well, both of our grandpas were both served in the military. And so we had them and then our uncles, we had uncles that served. We have cousins that served. We have good friends that have served. And actually, our nephew right now, he is um, in uh, Fort Benning. So he's still going through, has a long way to go, but we're pr super proud of him. So he's wanting to be an Army Ranger, actually. It's what he's wanting to do. So um, we have a lot of family and just friends that really, really just impacted us. And um, just we've always had something that, you know, just so proud of our soldiers. And so this was something we we're excited to get to do. So any chance we get. Yeah, that's awesome. We never want to take our country's freedom for granted. You know, sometimes we do. We don't think about it. and But we want to take time right now to thank the Lord for the freedom that he has blessed us with here in, in America. So let's take a moment and, and pray together. Can we do that? Oh, Lord, oh God, we thank you so much. We thank you, Lord, for being so faithful. We thank you for our founding fathers. And we thank you, Lord, for our country being based on truth and based on your word, based on your principles. Lord, you know our country is in great need today. Lord, we have gone so far from your truth, so far from what our Constitution was written on. But, Lord, we thank you. We thank you that you never change. We thank you that you are still our stronghold. You are still our refuge. You are still our hope. And Lord, oh God, we pray that you would help our nation, help our nation to turn back to you. But we do pray that you would be with our, our Army, our Navy, our Air Force. Lord, that you would be with our Coast Guard and be with all of our services that are, that are in office, Lord, that you please help them to remember who they are serving. Help them, Lord, oh God, to remember that, that you... You deserve, Lord, their trust and their confidence. And Lord, I pray and I beg you to help our country to remember what is true and what is right. Lord, we pray for your continual protection. Lord, there's a lot of uncertainty. Lord, there's a lot of unrest. But Lord, I thank you again that you are still in control. And Lord, help us as a people. Help us, Lord, to rest in you, to trust in you, to depend on you. Lord, I thank you so much that... We have our veterans who have faithfully served and they have defended and protected our country. And Lord, I pray that you would especially bless them and help them, Lord, to know that we are ever grateful. We thank you, Lord, again for this time to be able to share together and to take this time to honor our veterans and remember what they've done for us. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, it's been really awesome having you ladies with us. And I was thinking about the passage in Hebrews 11 in God's Word, the Bible, where it talks about some pretty amazing heroes who were veterans of not only fights, but also of faith. Their trust in God is really what pleased him. And verse 6 of Hebrews 11 says, quote, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. End quote. I'm so thankful that no matter what country we live in, there is a far greater country called heaven. And it does matter that you, our listeners, are ready to enter that country heaven. There's only one way, and God's Word tells us in John 14, 6, where Jesus says, quote, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 
No man cometh unto the Father but by me. End quote. I ask you listeners, are you prepared to enter heaven? You've heard the testimony of these young ladies and you've seen how they called on the name of the Lord Jesus. And so I encourage you listeners that if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, that you will call on him. He will forgive your sins. In the show notes, I will also put verses from God's Word, the Bible, that will help answer some of your questions about how to know Jesus as your Savior. Also, in the show notes, I will put contact information of our three sister friends, Alicia, Cabrin, and Catherine, and you will have an opportunity to hear their music ministry. Well, we have a very special treat in closing. So, you three ladies, we want to hear you sing a couple of songs, and it's been a delight. We need to remember also that um, that we are a soldier of the cross. Mm-hmm. And so today we are honoring our veterans of, of you know, Navy and Army and Air Force and Coast Guard. But we have to remember that as Christians, we are soldiers and we are many battles. And we have many pastors, many, many men who have fought the, the good fight. And Paul often wrote about the good fight. And so as we as we honor the veterans, we also need to remember those who have fought for our faith. And and we, as believers, each one of us need to take up that cross and, and continue to bear the name of Christ. And, you know, there's a lot of opposition and there's a lot of, there's a lot of battles, but we have the victory. And our captain, Jesus Christ, is still, is still strong and sure. And so even on this Veterans Day, may our hearts be encouraged as, as godly Christians, soldiers of the cross, to continue marching forward. That's awesome. So I would like our three sister friends to sing about that. Jesus, 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 there's just something about that name. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yes. And I know if you listeners get the CD or their um, actual sound recording, it will be even more stellar quality. <laughs> All right. Did you have another one? Yes. 
Oh, what a blessing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and the fireworks are going off and the hats are flying. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes, that was a blessing. Well, I hope it was a blessing to our listeners as well. And again, in the show notes, I will put contact information for people to order your CDs. And maybe there's a possibility some would like to have you come to their church and present your ministry. Is there an email also that can be put in there as well? Uh, yes, it is the givegirls at yahoo.com. Okay, wonderful. Well, it's truly been an honor to have you on our show. <laughs> Do you have any closing comments? I just want to say thank you so much for having us. We sure enjoyed it. It was an honor. We've had a wonderful yeah, time. Yes, definitely. So nice to meet you ladies too. You too. Yes. And I pray that God will bless your ministry. Thank you so much. And yours too. Thank you. One of the wisest men who ever lived was King Solomon. In his book of Ecclesiastes found in the Bible, Solomon talks about sorrows and the futility of a life without God. And in his concluding verses in the book of Ecclesiastes, King Solomon says, 
Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Until next time, look to the Lord, because it does matter. See ya. Bye. Bye. God bless you. Bye. See you later.